Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The way I'm crossing my legs to make it seem like I'm thinking. You know what I'm Remember that scene? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to be quiet for a few seconds. Okay, sorry. Hey, hey everybody. everybody! Welcome to Work, Work It Out. I'm Mego. I'm Caitlin. This is your fitness podcast, hosted uh, by two people who don't, don't know shit about, about fitness. fitness. <laughs> <laughs> we just like talking about it, um, talking about all different issues involved with fitness. Yeah, um, we aren't professionals except for caitlin is a professional therapist i am a professional therapist i'm a professional nothing and nobody (laughs) but i'm definitely not a professional fitness expert so please keep that in mind when uh listening to our opinions and uh, we have a crazy special guest today he just taught us to play basketball he taught us how to play basketball literally he's Uh, an amazing comedian you can see him on hbo's high maintenance high maintenance um and he he does the bob ross challenge on mashable you've probably seen him all over the place please welcome please yeah micah sherman you have seen me all over the place <laughs> you've probably seen him all over the place you've probably like seen him all over the place <laughs> i mean we're very good at introducing our guests i don't know if you've listened you've to this probably podcast. seen him harried running errands <laughs> <laughs> if you live in New York, you've seen him. If you've lived anywhere else, maybe you've seen... If you've lived in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, maybe oh, you've seen him all over the place there. That's where I'm from. That's where he's from. <laughs> yep, yeah, All yep. over the place. Micah, Hi. welcome. Thank you. Uh, officially, even though we just spent the last like two hours together in a space that I am so not familiar with, which is yeah. like the pickup courts. Yeah, of New York of City. New York City. Yeah, but before we get into that, <laughs> let's like uh, let's talk a little bit about you. So, like, tell us a little bit about yeah, like where you're from, your fitness history, your fitness journey. Sure. Yeah, I um, I'm from. I grew up in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Take your shirt off. Twist it around your head head like a helicopter. helicopter. Yeah. Every time, every time someone says North Carolina, me and my brother originally from Seattle, he asked me this once. He was like, do you also play that song in your head every time someone says North Carolina? And I was like, yeah. I think people of a certain age, everybody does. Yeah. Okay, so that's where you're from. Yeah, I'm working on a television show called Raise Up, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's about uh, North Carolina in the 90s. Oh! Yeah. Anyway, that's all I can us, say about it. Us, us, that's, a, that's part of the song, right? Yeah. Us, us, North us, Carolina, Florida. come on and raise up. up. Take your shirt off. off. Like come like, like a helicopter. helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say I moved to North Carolina 10 years before that song came Got out. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really, I mean, I was a kid, so I didn't really know what I liked, but I know I didn't like a lot of stuff. My parents tried to get me to play soccer when I was like in kindergarten and you were like, no way. No. And then they were like, well, you have to do something. So in third grade, they made me join recreational basketball. I was terrible. Were Interesting. You ta- were you, I mean, I'm assuming were you you're, tall he's then? a tall man, ladies and gentlemen. I'm six foot four. Yeah, yeah, you've seen him around, so you <laughs> so know you, how tall he is. But you, you might not, because I'm always slouched over like uh, Gollum. <laughs> Whenever you're all around. Yeah. 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 So you so you weren't tall as a kid? No, I was. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was always the tallest kid in the class. Same's bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for a couple of years in middle school. Oh. Some kids were taller in middle school. Mm-hmm. I dated a girl who was taller than me in middle school. Ooh, hell yeah. yeah. How was it? How was how was hooking up with her? Everything I ever dreamed of. <laughs> <laughs> hooking up was the coolest. Because she was taller? No, just because, like, we would, like, make out and stuff. It was, like, you know, it was, like, my Middle first school. year, like, really making out with girls. Yeah. 
And I remember it was me and Sarah. We used to make out. Sarah. Okay, so you're making out with Sarah. You're making out with Sarah. <laughs> you're not the tallest kid. Yeah. You're not the tallest kid. Wait, okay, but go back to the basketball league. Oh, in third grade, I was terrible. Something happened when I turned 10, and I got really good. Better than everybody around me. Okay. Did you or anyone in your family sell your soul to the devil? I didn't. <laughs> I hope that your family didn't because you didn't like you didn't benefit off of being good at basketball. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, so oh okay. Hopefully they sold their soul to the devil for you to be a comedian because that's like what you're doing. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Well, hopefully they didn't because... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess technically it'd be them selling their soul. I don't think you can sell someone else's soul. True, true, true. I'm not Catholic, so I don't exactly know how this works, but... Is that a Catholic thing? Selling your soul, soul to, to the, the devil? devil? I, I don't that's know. That's like a Mississippi like Delta anyone, thing. Anyone, yeah. Uh, uh, the man who did that, what was his name? Robert it, Johnson. Uh, no, it was like a... Is, was it? Yeah, he played the guitar. <laughs> oh, the devil a, went a, down to Georgia. That's Isn't there not, also a European no. fairy tale or a European religious story about a man? Faust. Faust? What am I thinking oh, of? Oh. You're thinking Faustus. of... Faustus. That's a real thing, right? That's yeah. a play or an opera. It, yes. And that, that's where that idea comes from. Uh, yes, I think so. Okay, so we're on uh, the court in third grade. Okay, so we're playing <laughs> basketball. You got good at age 10. I just I got good. And um, it was like... So my dad played basketball in high school. And... Still, uh, I think like college basketball is like one of the things that my dad and I connect about. So I think it was like real meaningful for him. My mom played basketball too. She played women's basketball in the 60s. I'm going to say 60s. Yeah. Um, Are both of your parents tall too? No, my mom's 5'3". Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, my dad's 6'3". Wow. Tall. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Galen. (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> so your dad and you were sort of like able to connect over like basketball yes yeah yeah i think it was kind of may have been a disappointment for him when i stopped um, playing what year did you stop yeah, playing when? basketball it trickled away so um through middle school i like joined the team i was the mvp Ooh. wow mvp making out with sarah you were have you plateaued? <laughs> yeah, I, I like I I hit a I hit a peak. And um, yeah, in middle I, school, uh, I don't think so. Okay, uh, but I was popular. Wow, you were a popular kid. Yeah, comedians are never popular. That's not fair. Some comedians are popular. That's uh, I believe it. I was like, I believe I wasn't it. Po- yeah, I don't know. Well, I wasn't hated. So I got invited to Cotillion. You know. Ooh, shit. And That's like a Southern thing, It's right? a Southern yeah. rich people thing. Ooh, shit, boy. And it's where parents give their uh, give their daughters away to be deflowered <laughs> for the first time. Well, I don't know. That's how, it, That's how it started. It was like... Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's like cotillions are like... The, my daughter, she is she has bled, and now she is up for your taking. Like Whoa. that, it's like introducing a young woman to society. Yeah, yeah. and um, But it's very like... This bitch gets her period. She can have babies. You want to marry her? But nice. I wasn't. I wasn't a part of like the country club culture because my parents moved there uh-huh. to North Carolina. They're from Vermont. Okay, and they moved to North Carolina. So you have like more of a Vermont vibe. I feel even though you're not like you're from North Carolina. I've spent a lot of time in Vermont. Okay. Oh, maybe that's, all right. Yeah. I was also born in Hawaii. Okay. Oh, that's oh, cool. I can see that too. Yeah, and I just got back from Hawaii, so. Oh, so yeah. you still still got the Hawaii vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see Lilo or Stitch. <laughs> <That's always something. laughs> Megan Meadows. <laughs> That's like my only Hawaiian reference. <laughs> okay, anyway, so your MVP going to Cotillion. Um yeah. But I didn't I had to back out of Cotillion because it felt wrong. What what did you feel that was wrong about it? I don't know anything about this. I've just learned it was Well, I think I think I've had I think I've uh always had some issues with like rich people culture. That's something that what? I need to work on myself. <laughs> 
what problem is there with rich people? Yeah, that's culture. an unpopular opinion, Micah. <laughs> uh, I, well, I mean, if you have money, that's great. Um, but to like only hang out, I don't know. It, like the keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, it just felt yeah. wrong. It felt wrong to me on like a fundamental level. It just mm-hmm. felt that way when yeah. I was 12. So I stopped doing it but anyhow i was like popular i dated girls you dated tall girls i dated tall girls smooched them. i smooched them on the face um then i in high school i played basketball my freshman year oh. i played on the varsity team what yeah and all through this i'm playing aau basketball in the off season mm. and i'm well, what just is that uh, right. it's amateur athletic union Got so it's it. basically like how can we how can we run our kids into the ground mm. and like it's it's why a lot of um nba players now get injured so young i think as they play year round cuz it's such a cash like if you if you if you attach yourself to a child like a 12 year old child who is then going to be a high level recruit you can make money in six years and make lots of money by being their um, like manager coach, or coach manager? or yeah, oh, you, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, not like because they were an alum of your program and then more people want to do it or just because like you can actually be their man, like physically be their manager. Um, I think it also helps to be like, Oh, Hey, I was, I was Micah Sherman's AAU coach when he was in seventh grade. Now he's gone on to play professional basketball. Don't you want that for your son? Let, yeah. let me coach your son and I'll just keep, I'll keep this go. I'll keep my success going. So it was, it was very much, cause this is something that I learned as an adult, not growing up in like a sports family or a city that had like a super strong sports culture. Like Seattle had Seattle had some strong like basketball fans, mm-hmm. the Seattle Supersonics, but like that's I a that's a team. That's oh, a it's, team. it's it's not a, big, a team. It's not a team anymore. Yeah. It's not a team anymore. It's the saddest story. Sonics. Yeah. It, the Sonics were Seattle was very sad when we lost them. But but where you're where you grew up, North Carolina is a huge basketball and college culture. College and basketball. College culture. basketball. Which is something that like I only had like a vague I like I would hear people speak of the final four and I had literally no idea what people were talking about mm. while I was growing up. Mm. And, and it's this, a huge it's huge. It's really huge. Know. Well the reason it is also such a moneymaker is because you don't have to pay your talent. And so that's that's the we don't have to get into that right now. Yeah. But that that was the culture that I was coming from. And it was a little bit different back then. Now it like I think the the veil has been removed and we're like, oh this is just Slave culture, yeah, continued, absolutely. Um, but anyhow, that's that's neither here nor there for this podcast. <laughs> did you play? Co- did you play college? I did basketball? not. Okay. No, so I quit playing uh, basketball for the school after my freshman year. Wow. wow. Okay. So Theater. that was every yes. So Fans. that was everyone's question too all the time. Like I was a recruit and. The best in my class. Whoa. And uh, <laughs> this is what I would like to talk about is yeah, like, um, so I didn't, you know, I, I joined the improv company. I started doing musicals, singing in chorus my sophomore year. And I met people that I really um, enjoyed hanging out with and, and being with the types of people that I still am enjoy being with today as opposed to former college athletes mm. who I don't spend a lot of time with, but I still like am comfortable with them. Um, but it's just like a different, uh, it's a different culture. Yeah. I get that. Um, and at a really young age, starting at like 11, um, I started putting a lot of pressure on myself because other people were putting pressure on me, my dad included, 
to be the best basketball player that I could be. And that involved focusing on basketball year round, unless of course I was going to play for the football team. Oh yeah. Um, which I'm, I don't did, do that. I did not want to do that. Cause that was also something where I was like this, that's not, I don't like football that much. Fortunately, but I was also like, this culture, that's just like it's intense. way too, it's just like, it's like war. And, and, yeah. and God bless the men who play football. Um, I don't have that mindset. I'm not like a very um, competitive person. And I think that's probably, probably didn't suit me very well yeah. for playing basketball. Is that when you were playing and like feeling all of this pressure that you were putting on yourself, was that also tied in with money? Do you think I'm just curious? Cause you were like, yeah, there was a little bit of a culture of people sort of circling around being like, which of these middle school kids will one day earn millions of dollars in the NBA. I want to focus on them. Like, did you notice that? Even yes. Then? Yes. Interesting. Um, wow. Yeah. And I had, I had friends who went and played in college and, but it is kind of it is kind of a crapshoot, just like who who of our friends is going to break this year, right? Mm -hmm. Right. In comedy stuff, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So okay, so you walked away in high school. Yeah, and and the rest of my time there, kids and teachers and coaches would ask me in the hallway, "Why aren't you playing basketball?" <laughs> oh my god. Um, the athletic. Wait, wait, you did it on the outside, though. Like you did the eighth. So I would I would continue to play AAU basketball AAU. and recreational basketball. I played pickup. I love playing basketball. It's one of my ACC favorite is things. Like the college football association isn't that? Is what that, that is? Uh, athletic that coast conference, <laughs> which yeah, yeah, the University yeah. of North Carolina at Chapel Hill is a part of. So is Virginia Tech. And, yeah. Yes, yeah. but when I lived there, Virginia Tech was not. Oh. But anyway, oh. that is also neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm from the nineties is what I'm saying. Um, the, the, all the coaches were like, why aren't you playing? The athletic basketball? director sat me down in his office and he was like, Micah, <laughs> I believe that everybody here is put on earth to do one thing. Oh, God wants God. you to do one thing. Oh, my God. And Wait, I believe that thing for you is basketball. And I think oh. you're making a huge mistake. Wait, was he talking to you or was he giving his like Oscar winning speech from Remember the Titans? Yeah, it was like, it was weird. It was like, like not. First of all, I was like, um, whatever God you're <laughs> talking about. I, I just I wholeheartedly do not believe that you're put on this earth to do one thing and one thing only. <laughs> yeah. Unless someone in your family sells their soul to the <laughs> devil for right. you to be successful in mm. one thing. But that was the mindset that kind of threw me for a loop. Yeah. Which was, um, if you're serious about playing basketball, you have to focus on this and nothing else. Mm. It goes uh, family, school, basketball. In that order, nothing else. Damn. Yeah, full eyes, fun. full hearts can't lose. Wait, clear eyes, full hearts, full hearts can't lose. Yeah. What's that from? Uh, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Football? That's yeah. Football but it's show? just that's like very much like the culture of that. Like it's southern, southern football culture is like that too. It's, it's like, similar. Yeah. It's family, God, <laughs> like God, family, sports, yeah. sports. And in a lot of towns, yeah, in a lot of towns, it is like that. Um, because there's just nothing else and there's nothing else to have pride in. Mm. Um, and so if your son is interested in robotics, it's like, <laughs> well, what are you going to do? You just have to wait until yeah. you get out of there. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of how I was. I was just biding my time until I could, um, move to a big city. When did that happen for you? After college. Yeah. So you went to you went to North Carolina. I went to the University of Georgia. I you went to Miami of Ohio for a year. All right. I know I, someone who went to Miami of Ohio. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, uh, I didn't really like it there. I think it's like 95% white. And um, also that kind of was like very fratty. Very It was cool. very Greek. Yeah. And Greek yeah. and like Greek and because... Growing up in Chapel Hill, there was like fraternities right downtown, right. and they would always mess with me. And I was like, "This is what this is what you get to do when you're 
it, in a fraternity. When you're in a fraternity, you get to you get to like um, harass thirteen year olds. Yeah, That's what you do. Yeah. Count me out. <laughs> and, and that all like it all lumped into rich people. I'm like rich people, right. the worst. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. No. <laughs> so then you went to University of Georgia. You said? Yeah, yeah. I oh, followed. Okay. I followed a girl there. Oh. But I still played. Ba- I still was playing basketball throughout this whole thing, playing pickup and playing in leagues. Um, it's just. It's just. An, I really like the culture of. Maybe I shouldn't say I like it. I'm very familiar with the culture of basketball, and it's a comforting place. So when we went out and played today, oh, which yeah. we should talk about, oh, right? Yeah, we should we definitely will. talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was intimidating for you guys? Yes. To start, absolutely very much. Yeah. Yes. So Micah, some- thank you so much for uh, navigating this interview <laughs> and reminding us. Well, no, I, before, we, before we get into that, which I we'll do want to talk about, but I... Almost anything. Something that's so interesting is like, because most of our guests have been women. I, I would say like yeah. almost all of them. And when we talk about fitness with women and like your fitness history, what always comes up is like... Yeah, I started exercising to lose weight or like I started exercising because I wanted to look a certain way. Like it's it was never never training or never like so fitness for you is just like almost a way of life or I don't know like that can you like describe your relationship with like like the fitness idea and your of body. Exercise. Yeah, like yeah. the idea of exercise. Uh, I feel like I became estranged from exercise in my 20s in my teens, fitness was to be good at basketball and nothing else, right? So I wasn't doing yoga. I wasn't, like, getting massages. Um, I wasn't um, lifting weights. Right. Do you, like, run laps? Like, what Like what do you do to get Lots good? of sprints, lots of push-ups, lots of um, planks, crunches, um, all kinds of, like, body weight stuff. Mm. Like, if I were, if we were, like, at your, like like your varsity practice like what would you guys because i know like for dance like we did like certain warm-ups every day that we had like stretches and stuff like that but like what what do you do for basketball well so um we're expected in high school to be in shape by the time that basketball season comes around Mm -hmm. so there was i remember they would always have like basketball camps in the summer and stuff because like we'd be practicing at the school and like they'd be practicing at the same time and i would do basketball camps all summer we would. Those are the only summer camps I went to were basketball camps. Right, and you're just like running around a lot, just playing like, a lot of basketball, keeping your agility high. Right. Well, we like I went to team camp with the high school team after my eighth grade year, and we would play I think like four or five games a day, like full court games, which were two hours each. So we're playing like eight hours of basketball. And I was just exhausted, but. It gets you into good playing shape, yeah, but not necessarily good physical fitness. Okay. And it, it, you were saying that like it feels like, a, or uh, you felt like sort of divorced from exercise, like it was very sad. Yeah, because it was push-ups and wind sprints and suicides and planks. What's a suicide? A suicide is when you run to- oh, you run back and forth. Yeah, you run to the um, free throw line, and then you run backwards to the um, to the baseline, and then you run to the half court line, and then you run backwards, and then so it's a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> like a CrossFit class. Yeah, and <laughs> and they were always used as punishment. And so when I stopped playing, first of all, the name very problematic. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. And then that being a punishment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like the, one of the most triggering words for me is baseline, (laughs) which means you've done something wrong. Go stand on the baseline, wait for me to whistle and then run as fast as you can. Shit. Until I say stop. Just run where? Run to the other, do a suicide or do a wind sprint. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, like, exercise, yeah, was punishment. Yeah. And I never got to a point, I think I was always, like, a sensitive child. And so I never got to the point where that type of competition was, like, an enjoyable thing for me. Competition is enjoyable, but being the best type of competition is takes the fun out of doing an activity 
and therefore makes the activity not worthwhile. Because it's like yeah. so stressful. Like it's I, in- that's so much pressure for a little kid. And we'll get to talk about this and our experience at the court in a little oh, bit too. Yeah. Because we played with some little kids. Oh, yeah. So I think that's all I have to say about my history. Okay. <laughs> right? Like, is there anything else? Oh, in, the, yeah, in my well, 20s, like, yeah, I moved to Chicago. Like, um, uh-huh. I would play pickup basketball, but I, I, was, I so drank a lot. So like what you... Like, only thing that you do for fitness or like no i go to the gym now oh, okay oh, yeah okay. so i do yoga a few times a week i go to okay. the gym i use the elliptical machine nice. but like when um, did that start like what when did that kick in when you were like was there a moment where you were like oh i'm not doing this other thing that kept me in a certain shape like i have to, you know what i mean like i think it was when i realized that i was getting older mm. and that i need to use it or lose it like when you're in your 20s and teens, everything just bounces back and you're like, I'm going to live forever. Yeah. And like you totally look fuckable all the time, no matter how much you're eating or drinking. But yeah, when you're that age, yeah. everything bounces back. Yeah. Yes. We all look great. Like no one thinks they do. Everyone thinks they're a horrible monster, but we're all like wonderful. Well, I don't know. Maybe you were like, I look great. I well, actually, okay. I gained I, my freshman year in college. I gained about 50 pounds. Mm hmm. I didn't really eat vegetables until I got to college. Yeah. And I also was like spending so much of my time playing basketball and exercising in that way that I just stayed skinny. So I was like 6'4", 175 when I graduated high school. And then after my freshman year, I was like 225. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it was just like I got some shoulders. Mm -hmm. You know, some of it was muscle. Some of it was fat. Um, but now, yeah, now I'm like, I, I just want to stay not, I just don't want to look disgusting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And you want to keep your body like healthy as you age, right? I definitely do. Yeah. Um, in fact, that is more important. Like my mental health is more important than my physical health. The only way to stay mentally healthy is to stay physically healthy. So yeah. that's what I that's what I've found. And I've found certain things that I enjoy. Yoga I really, really enjoy. Oh um, nice. I really enjoy uh just weight training and and working on that kind yeah. of thing. So does Caitlin. I love weight training. Yeah. And and I like playing basketball still. How often do you do the like pickup thing? Not as often as I um as would be like mentally healthy for me. Right. I played pickup and like paid eight bucks to play in like a, uh, like a, a league uh, is like a, a, a zoo, zoo sports. What is it called? Zog sports. Yeah. sports. No, this is like a, like a synagogue. That's oh, the word I'm like, synagogue. Yeah, it's like a synagogue gym. <laughs> I was like, what could it be? It's not a league. It's not Zog sports. What yeah. on earth could this be? A synagogue. I would have never that's, guessed. That's what I like about um, pickup basketball is you don't even have to speak the same um, language. language as somebody. Like the rules are all the same. And if they're different from like, cause certain cultures have different rules for pickup, but they're not that different. And once you learn it, you're like, got it. And right. then, so I played yeah. pickup in Brazil. I played oh, that's in, so cool. yeah, like, like different. Uh, I just, I like playing different places. Something that is so crazy. We really have to talk about getting to this court and yeah. how scary it was for me personally. Mm-hmm. But me too. Um, something that is so crazy is like, I think that, I mean, I guess there's running outside or whatever, but like in terms of physical exercise, when you think of, like physical exercise for uh, like underprivileged countries or like underprivileged areas. Like I feel like pickup pickup games are such a huge part of of like mm. like male exercise in yeah. those areas, and uh, that's so uh, it's interesting to me because there's no equivalent to that for women. Like like in fem like in like female culture. Like I I don't know if you ever like, like see a pickup game on the news like in another country or something like women aren't outside being physically active together like this. Like it's just yeah. not a thing that I've ever. Well, I, I, I think like running. Yeah, maybe. But I think also there's soccer, like soccer's, I don't know. Diego talks about like the, uh, economy of like sports a lot, like in this country, like, um, 
like soccer has historically been considered like a rich person sport or like mm. a fancy boy sport. That's probably why you didn't like it, Micah, when you were in kindergarten. You're like, this is a fancy boy sport. <laughs> yeah, too fancy. <laughs> too fancy. Really? That's so crazy because to me, I think of like anything where like you can just have a ball and play is like it's the cheapest form of exercise. That's what he says. He's like, that's what it is. Everywhere, everywhere else in the world, it's like the people sport because all you need is a ball. All you need is a ball. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Or like something round. You can make a ball like to play soccer. Right. And like basketball, you still need a hoop. You need a ball and a hoop. It's like one level up. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I think that also just has to go with like accessibility to sports for women historically, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I think and um, like expect like cultural expectancies when it comes to what you yeah like I don't know I was never expected to be a basketball player when I was younger you know? yeah like, like I it was more so expected to go to a dance class or whatever mm-hmm. so so it was like for the pickup game that you or like going to the street courts that you took us to Micah that was so fun and interesting and it was like definitely intimidating walking up and I didn't I guess I didn't expect myself to like feel as intimidated as I did when I saw the courts, but it was like, okay, this is not only something that I don't, I have like very little idea of like how to actually do anything. I don't know the rules of this space. Um, And also I'm the only woman here. Like, you know, it was like each court had like different, it seemed like there was like different things happening and like different like cultures and like different levels of like how people knew each other. So we definitely picked the like, <laughs> we definitely picked the court with little kids <laughs> yeah, to like yeah. interact with. Well, that's right. So, so like you, this is not something I think about very much, but you were the only women we were the on only that, women. Oh, on that yeah. court. I mean, yeah. it was very apparent to me. And like, I definitely, there were like people, there were like some of the men were looking at us. Like, I, def- I didn't I, clock it. I, I just like, I'm just like very on. aware in those spaces. I think like I, we were de- we were clocked. Like yeah. there were a lot of guys that were kind of like, what are what's going on? I what recognized was- a few guys that did that as well. Yeah, like they're we were like- also like giggling and sort of. I was definitely shrieking a lot. Like I was yeah. like, oh my god, I look just- at this. Yeah, I feel like I so did I turn into like, like come my on, most like like my most back in elementary school, like female self, like, okay, teach me how to play. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, like that, like, which is not like a a mode that I go into very often, but it was like, I couldn't function in my normal reality. Cause I was like, this is not my space. Like I am not Mm. comfortable here. Well, it's a protective move too. right? Absolutely. It's like, well, I know I'm going to be bad at this. So if I just like play up and keep talking about how bad I am Mm -hmm. and like, uh, what's, What's a way in which this is right, like a protective move? Like, all right, what's a way in which uh, uh, men will feel protective of me and not want to like try and play basketball against me and be really good, right? Yeah, like, just yeah. be really obvious that I don't know what I'm doing, that I'm like, well, I'm. Let's talk the yeah. let's talk the listener through our experience from when we got to the court. <laughs> Micah is in charge of this podcast to, in now. the best way. Yeah. I, I think right, like. Yeah. Absolutely. So so we 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 strolled up. We we were going to choose between two courts. One, yeah. uh, the last time that I had been there, there had been nobody there, but that was because it was the middle of summer and 95, 95 degrees outside. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. So yeah, today was beautiful. So every court was full of men. Yes, and something I noticed immediately is that there were it was pretty segregated. Like there was one court with a bunch of like uh, a bunch of dudes who were speaking Spanish, and then. There was, like, the other court with, like, the white bros from the Upper East Side. And then there was, like, another court that was, like, and Micah clocked it, and I didn't get it. Like, I I, fig- I assume that everybody comes there together with their friends to play because, like, that's such a female thing. Like, oh, we're going to, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this together. I would never. But that's go. what the bros did. Yeah. yeah, like they came, yeah. the Upper so East like, Side, the, the Upper East Side bros, and the, the Hispanic men, and Hispanic the, men. Yeah, but then you clocked that at one of the courts. You were like, "Oh, they're here to play." Like they just met. They don't know each other. Like they just brought a ball. And like I watched that happen again. Like a dude just like walked up with a basketball like by himself, and I was just like, "What is going on?" Like you just come here alone, and you just and Michael was like, "Yeah, I I don't bring people. Like I just come with my basketball, and then I just." start playing with people and I, I it was like that's insane it is <laughs> like, it is one of my favorite things about pickup basketball culture is that you you can interact with people that if you come by yourself like i think of 
not as of the the uh, the Hispanic group or the bro group. They're not scared. They no. just they know that they like playing together, mm. and so they're going to take over one of the hoops for a while. And they're gonna they're gonna they're all similar levels or whatever. Um, do you think those two groups? Do you think they were people who were like, "Let's meet up"? I to yes. me, they seem like yeah. they were too big. There are too many like yeah. people playing, so they so were like, many. "This is when we all meet." We're going to go out there at two o'clock. Yeah, we're going to play for an hour and a half, and then we'll all disperse. Yes, and I, I'm on um, email lists like this that are like, oh, "Wow, we're playing in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to play? Anybody got a ball? Nice." And, and they do it the night before. Wow. Um, but something that is also crazy to me about this is that like, cause I think I'm a generally extroverted person who can make myself comfortable in many spaces, <laughs> but here, and you did a great job on the court too. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like it was like after you get a little assimilated, it was okay. But like something that is, but I can never imagine myself even after this experience, just walking up with a basketball to this space and just like starting to play. But something that's crazy to me is we have friends, like the first time that I ever heard of like pickup basketball culture was Kevin, Kevin, who's on a podcast with, um, with Diego. And like, but like, he's not like the most, like, I wouldn't say he's like super extroverted and like super outgoing, Mm -hmm. but he would talk about just showing up with a ball and like to play. And I'd be like, what you, you do this? Like you do this thing. It's just, it, it, it's like your personality doesn't matter. It's just like such a cultural thing that it's just like, and I don't know. It's cra- it's crazy to me. I feel like too, like I've done it for so long. I legit and have been able to for probably about twenty years. Just walk, watching somebody walk, I can tell if they're good at basketball or not. Because like, if you're good, then you're just like, yeah, I'm just gonna walk the like fuck everyone else here, like that kind of a thing. No, just the stride that you have. Ooh, like what was it like for you walking up to the court? Because you talk about like us. I'm so comfortable, like you're this is so familiar, and like two women who are like, oh my god, yeah, look at all <laughs> we these. Were, wow. well, this is like, and this were is you pro- like what? Oh yeah, like, this is probably not the case. I, I think I told you I'm really cocky, <laughs> like not confident, like way cockier. Like I think that out there <laughs> of all the people that were on that court today that came and went today. <laughs> I was the best player, <laughs> legitimately. Wait, is that what you're, this is this also is... what a sociopath says? Or oh, like totally. A, it, yeah, and I'm totally sociopathic about it. And about basketball. About basketball, yeah. Uh, and about murdering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, I think if I was a sociopath, I'd be a lot more successful than I am right you now. You did mm. make a lot of your shots, though. You made a lot of your shots. We you did an okay job guarding your man. Not great. Well, I think... I, all right. That's because I was That's, guarding a seven-year-old. A seven-year-old. <laughs> we, okay, so so we get to this court. There's four baskets. There's four three baskets. of them are taken up by the three... Um, Groups. Yeah, what are they? The, uh, the three cultures that we three talked cultures. about. Three right? yeah. cultures, yeah. Pick up basketball culture, bro culture, and Hispanic culture. Yeah. yeah. And we saw two dads playing with <laughs> two their, little boys. Two little boys. <laughs> little boys. Yeah. Like, right. This is an easy in. Boys. But even okay, guys. Even them. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Me we're too. bothering them. I don't want to like, bother, bother them. And also, like, they're kids. Like, are the dads gonna think that we're creepy and like trying to like be weird? And it's that. It's that that is creepy. Oh, me what? thinking. Yeah. That that thought process is creepy. To be like, um, hey, to like, to, to, or, or it's like, it's like a drag. Mm -hmm. Like you just want somebody to come up and be like, you want a ball? Yes or no? If they say no, fine. Go somewhere else. If they say yes. I am so terrified. Like that is like really putting yourself out there Because, but I think here's the thing though, Micah. Like I think that's like, uh, that straightforward confidence is uh it's inherently male it's yeah it's a very masculine energy it's like how men are expected to be right and like women are there is no space i'm thinking of this i'm like what is this what is like this quote-unquote female or feminine energy space where it's appropriate for women to go up to other women or other people and just be like hey do you do you want like this dress? Yes or no. You know, <laughs> like, are you going to buy this thing? Like, are, do you want your nails to be done? Like, come on, tell me like right away. Like, right. I think there's. How about open yeah. mics? 
open mics? Yeah, stand-up okay. comedy open Absolutely. mics. Absolutely. That's the energy. But that's a historically male-dominated thing as well, right? Like, women have to sort of, like, adopt that masculine energy. I'm very into thinking of things as, like, masculine energy and, like, feminine energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not necessarily, like, you can be a woman and have, like, a lot of masculine energy. But it's like, if there wasn't... A difference. All right, yeah. let, me, let me ask you guys okay, this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Standard-sized hot tub. Hot tub, yes. Hot tub? Bub- it's bubbling. Yes. Uh-huh. Are there people in it? No, I'm not going in. You're not going in. I'm no. cautiously asking oh, if it's okay if I can go okay, in. Okay, so if, they, let's, yeah. if there's two. Two people in, you're cautiously asking. Absolutely. You're cautiously asking. One person. One person? Cautiously asking. Cautious, so, so how about five? Oh, never, never. It depends on how drunk I am. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do I want to make out? Yeah. Like, I will, I, will ca- like, I will cautiously ask. Or if I'm, like, going in, I absolutely have a look of, I am so sorry on my face. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry for disturbing your space. Yeah. I know it's the hotel's hot tub. I know we all paid for this. That's I'm where apologetic. I feel like, yeah. um, I feel like, I, I don't know that I feel this way, but I do think that a lot of men are exhausted by that. By having to just be like, all right, here we go. Yes or no? Are we in or out? Exhausted by, do you think I could think maybe? I could, is this all right? women are exhausted yeah, by it too. I it's mean, exhausting. I, yeah. I, well, I think I'm like thinking back to the reason why I think I brought up like Kevin and like also I was thinking about my friend Jesse who's also very like, uh, like his personality is like, I always thought it was a personality thing. Like for me, I'm like, oh, I'm just the type of person who is like, doesn't want to tread on toes and blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, no, it's a, it's a feminine energy thing. Like, because if I think of any of my friends, even the boldest of my friends, Kelly Donahue, like I just. (laughs) Shout out Kelly. (laughs) Shout out Kelly Donahue. Like she's just very bold and straightforward. She has that fucking energy. And like in certain spaces, I think we'll always have it. But I do think that there would also be situations where she would be like, oh, I think you also have to keep in mind that not only are you the only two women on the court tonight, today, (laughs) but you're going to do an activity that you've never Never done before. before. Well, walking into a space full of men is intimidating because I did feel those glances of like looks and then it's like, oh, are they looking at me because like they want to fuck me? Are they looking at me because they're like, what are you doing here? Like, are they looking Mm. at my body? Like... Mm. That and that, like all of those thoughts were running through my mind. And then also, it's like kind of like it's weird and like it doesn't make logical or rational sense, especially to you probably. But it's a little, it's scary. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just surrounded by a lot of these men. Like, what would happen if all of them just like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Turned like, around and attacked us. Yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> like being in a space with men who are like, <laughs> or if they all turn around and be like, all right. um... Uh, look, uh, we're going to do a cotillion. We think one of you has probably <laughs> had their period. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I can't say that I can relate 100% to yeah. that, but I can totally understand it, mm-hmm. especially yeah. going into an environment that you're like, I'm not sure what the protocol here is because I could do something where legitimately a bunch of people could get mad at me. Yeah. Well, here's the thing I like think about a lot when I watch sports uh, stuff because my husband, big sports fan, sports lord Diego, you heard him last uh, on a previous episode, a few previous episodes. Like uh, I'll see, I'll watch men doing sports, playing sports, watching sports, be so emotional. Right. And it is so encouraged and accepted. You can be angry. Right. Men are allowed to be angry. Somehow that's not clocked as being emotional. Right. Like people aren't like men are so emotional. People don't say that. We can get into Serena shit in a second. Yeah. It's like men are so emotional, but it's like anger is an emotion, too. It's the most emotiony emotion. But it's like in sports, that's such an appropriate place to express it. Um, And. Women aren't, uh, like, uh, I think there's a lot of prejudice against, like, women when they get angry. Yes. And I'm like, wouldn't it just be a better world if women could get angrier, easier, and just, like, that would be okay? And men could be, like, sadder, easier, and they could cry, and that would be okay? Like, it's... And all it requires is us saying it over and over again. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. Talking about it. I I was playing Thursday night playing basketball this guy just he kept missing shots and yelling fuck (laughs) and uh, i was just like 
pass the ball and you won't be so angry. <laughs> but it's like he wanted to be angry. Like it's it. a it's a place f- and it, I think it used to be a place for me to just yell and scream because there's nowhere else there's no other place for me to do that in a safe way. Right. And yeah. that's that's wh- I think a, a, what a lot of men need even though I think I am naturally an introverted person who does feel the same way when I'm going to a hot tub or when I'm approaching, you know, like you were like, can we move to another basket? And I was like looking all around like, oh, who should we approach? But when when I do make the move, I try to make it in a extroverted way so as not to burden another person. I, I think of it more as a burden if I have to deal with someone else's insecurity. Because it makes the other person responsible for me and my feelings and i'm already insecure <laughs> so you know what i mean i'm yeah. like i don't want to take this on i'm also out here like where can i shoot the hoop yeah i i want to just i just want to shoot the ball at the hoop so and i don't want anybody to yell at me so we chose the we chose the two dads and two little boys which was great it was so great oh God, there were really good steph curry shout out to you it was One a little boy who had a steph curry jersey it wasn't and a steph curry ball and a steph curry ball he Steph loves Steph Curry. He loves nice. Steph Curry. He was so good. I he was really good. Judah, Judah. <laughs> I think we don't know. Shout out Judah. Shout out to Judah, Judah maybe. maybe. But uh, yeah, no, you just walked up to them like, because we were like, I don't know. Should we ask? Should we do this? And Mike was like, hey, can we uh, play? Can we shoot in with you guys? Do you guys want to play knockout? Do you guys want to play knockout? Yeah, so we started like, out yeah. playing a game that we could all play together, which was yeah. like fun, competitive, like a nice icebreaker, I thought. Yeah, it sure was. For us to like get into some competition. I knocked out a kid. Yeah. A no, kid Caitlin, knocked me out. Caitlin yeah, right won. away. Right and I was away. like, what's going on here? I'm the best player here. <laughs> How did I get knocked out by this pipsqueak? And yeah, I got you knocked really out did. immediately both times. Yeah, I stuck in it a little bit. Yeah, you did really it. well that first one. I, you know, I did, and I felt real good about it. Yeah, I was like, you did a good job. Steph Curry won this. the first time, and then Steph Curry Judah, and then the other little kid won the second time. Oh, yeah. Going back to like, the way that the guy just accepted, he was like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, the dad, like, <laughs> one of like, the yeah, dads. Sure. Yeah, sure, let's do it. Uh, you guys want to play? And he, like, asked the kids. Like, that is just so, I was amazed yeah. like i was like what this is fun so, if you would have gone up to a group of women and like myself included and we we were all doing something and like we had decided to do it together and like you approached us and was like can i join i feel like the major like a big response would be like oh um but we should Yo, talk to that's women what who the bro sports because i wonder right that's I what the know. bro culture would have been like Oh, they would have been if like, we had said, oh, you don't. If we had we said, could we them. could we get next? They would have been like, yeah, we kind of all came together, um, you know. That's kind of what they did because later on we asked if if they were done playing or you asked. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's right. You I asked nothing because I was terrified still. But. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we're going to play another one. Yeah, the bro, the bro group, the Upper East Side bros. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I don't know, dad with kid. Super open. We played, and then we played three on three, which yeah. was fun, and we didn't win. And it was really hard, and I'm so tired. Like they kept the kid kept being like, "Win by ten, win by," f-. and I was like, "Bitch, no, we're the one." That point was the dad. Gone. That was one of the grownups. Oh no, the kid was like, "Win by 10. But then the other kid was like tired, and he didn't want to play. Yeah. He didn't. He wanted to he, drink his Perrier. He went to get a Perrier. <laughs> yeah. She- Shout out Perrier. I was also going to mention the Perrier. I was also impressed. I was like, ooh, I'm jealous. Yeah. And his dad forced him to play. <laughs> yeah. He was like, tag in. <laughs> he was like, you have to tag in. Oh, uh, it was so much fun. Yeah. It was really fun. And something else that we, we kind of talked about this when we were coming up. Um, back to Micah's apartment, to, to our recording studio, aka Micah's apartment. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, did we say Micah's apartment? We meant our... Oh, well, we're in my music we room right now. Uh, the iHeartRadio <laughs> Studios. <laughs> um, but, like, when we were coming back, we were talking about how the, like, the dad was just, like, his masculine energy was there. One of the dads was, like, like kind of like he did like the I'm watching you two fingers and his he kid. He was so he was so he like, was like coaching that kid. kid. Like you gotta watch your man, watch your man. And Who was, was Micah? What yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were literally like we were like <laughs> 
guarding each other. It's like, look, guys, listeners, mom, I know you've never played. My mom listens to the podcast, Micah. Uh, hey, mom. Hey. Uh, I know I you've never played basketball. Like, when you're playing three on three, you pick someone from the other side, and you're like, I'm going to guard them. Yeah, that had to be explained to me, because I had, like, yeah. had to play basketball since I was 10. Oh, yeah, like, we went over some of the basics of basketball. Yeah. Like, how to dribble, how to have a defensive stance. It's basically like a low, low sumo squat. Everybody. Exactly. Ladies. It is a, it what? is a, it is a low sumo squat. Yeah. Not a low sumo squat. Yeah, a mid sumo squat. It's a sumo squat. It's a sumo squat. If you're your doing knees, you want your knees out. You want your quads parallel to the ground. Oh, it was rough. Yeah. Oh, oh that's another running? thing. We used to stay in defensive stance as a punishment. Oh, for a long time until our until our legs would start to shake. Shake. Like we had to do that in dance too, but it would be we'd have to we'd sit against a wall and do like a leg sweeps together against the wall yeah oh man Uh, in basketball camp i got blamed for something that i didn't do and i had to do that against the wall and i started crying because it hurt but also i was like this is totally unjust yeah and like all that prevented me from exercising in my 20s yeah even though i knew it was the right thing i knew it was a good thing for me and i just like also i couldn't I couldn't afford a gym membership. Right. Yeah. There you go. Well, there's just so, like, and thinking to that kid and like thinking about you as a kid and like why that wasn't enjoyable to you or like why maybe you wanted to get away from it. Cause like there's so much emotion behind that. Like watching that, it, watching that exchange, it was just like to everyone else there, there was such a normal exchange. Dad being really hard on little kid being like, no, you got to do this. This is how you but, be a man. And it wasn't, this is how you honestly, I, he from, was, from my he perspective, was very kind, I thought he was, he was a kind, but, Oh yeah, he was definitely like mentor. Yeah. Mentor, right? But like that is something that I have never had anyone do to me. Ever. But you know how I sort of read it, right? Like we all have different like viewpoints. There's something about that also, which I think is very clearly in a straightforward and non bullshitty way, like communicating to little Steph Curry, like <laughs> don't let anyone tell you you can't do this it doesn't matter that micah is a giant it doesn't matter that you are being that you are like i can't imagine being a little kid and like being on that court and like micah coming up and being like i'm gonna guard him oh yeah i blocked the shit out of like (laughs) i let him score i let him score a couple points and then i blocked i like caught the ball in the air oh you let him micah Uh, yes i did He got, I will say, full disclosure, he 100% got past oh, he got, me. Uh, both of those kids fucked my shit up. Yeah, they totally fucked <laughs> my shit up. And that's probably because the dad was like, don't let yourself be intimidated. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do this. Like, don't let, does it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how tall they are. It doesn't matter how old they are. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, is that like do what your he best. was saying to him? I no, think- but that's what he was communicating. Yeah, right? that's saying, one like, of the lessons that I... Man. Be on him. Don't give up. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I maybe have this to a fault, but when I feel like somebody is infringing on my territory or trying to intimidate me, I don't have it. Yes. I just cannot abide by that. And it's problematic. I mean, it, it's, 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 mm-hmm. I, I definitely can stand my ground, but then I also like take it past that point <laughs> and, annihilate the other person which is that's not healthy but one of the lessons that i learned it it was uh, this was a great lesson i used to play with this guy named this kid named melvin Melvin. it was great melvin Melvin. shout out melvin farrington uh we played on the varsity team my uh my freshman year and he lived we we rode the bus together too uh but he uh we were playing pickup one time we're playing with these adults right and um one of the one of the adults, he like worked at a grocery store close by, you know. This is like anyway, he got into a fight, like a a like uh what's it called? Conflict uh Con- uh conflict. Yeah. <laughs> a fight. An interpersonal conflict. <laughs> with like with like one of the one of the one of our friends and um he got up in his face. And Melvin thought he'd gotten in my face. I was just another white, it was another white guy. And, um, and he was like, yo, you don't ever, you don't ever let somebody do that to you. Wow. Don't you ever, 
yeah. doesn't matter what the like you stand your ground and if they make any move you punch them as hard as you can in their nose yeah wow and he was that like it's just not communicated or taught to women like or at least in my women. experience yeah for me like i think it depends woman, like i've never uh i i think it's different in different like cultures in this country and that's around the world. Like, I was about to say, I was like, I, I think there are like in my experience, like working in Sunset Park, there were a lot of women who were like, yeah, if they hit me, I can do whatever the fuck I want. To, exactly. You know, like, yeah. You can take your keys out and like, yeah, you can, you can town. carve somebody's face up if they put, if and they you should step to you and you should. Yeah. yeah. Like I, like I would have moms, like I would have moms and like it, where I, worked it was like a lot of like uh latino families so it'd be like moms be like yeah you have like yeah my kid is going to defend themselves like, it's unfortunately that's what I teach them. it's an unfortunate thing yeah but it's it is the right thing i yeah. i believe that to be the case yeah at least in today's culture like i, we're a lot, I, th- I feel like we're a lot softer than we were in the 90s yeah. not in a bad way like yeah. in a sensitive like l- Let's let's resolve this conflict before we get into a fight with each other. Yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with saying if you've been wronged, then you absolutely have the right to stand up for yourself. Like, no, and I that's think that's an the, amazing message that's that like, I wish I would have gotten. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I wish I would have had that. I feel like, mess- like, like for Southern women, because like I'm also from the South, I think like a, a message that's given a lot is like, we'll outsmart them later. Like, like yeah. revenge. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, he's gonna so do funny. this to you now, or like someone's gonna do this to you now. Well, look at what I'm gonna figure. I'm gonna figure something smart out to do. To That's you also a very privileged like way to look at it, though, mm. right? Like, if um, it's a luxury to be able to get back at them later. Yeah. You know I what know. I'm saying? To play the long game. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's true. Yeah. Or it's either like it's either like I'll figure something out late. Like, we'll figure something out later. Or like. Or just, like, you don't have, I don't know, like, I feel like my mom would always be like, well, what did you do? Like, my, my mom never would have been like, yes, yeah, of course she did. Like, like yeah, she ne- sure. never would have been like, well, what did you do? Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's a very, like, I think, southern yeah. female thing. I mean, you know, uh, like, being able to stand up for oneself but also recognize that there's going to be different ways to do that in different situations. Right. Like that's ultimately the goal. Like you, you were talking earlier, Micah, about like, ugh, like I had uh, a real disdain for uh, like wealth culture. Right. But ultimately like you want to be able to code switch and be in a room with a lot of rich people and not feel uncomfortable, you know, and then you want to be in a room with a lot of poor people and like not feel uncomfortable. Like, uh, so I guess what I'm saying is sports can teach us some really good lessons. And I, I got the impression that this little kid was being taught some really good lessons by this man. I do, too. Yeah. I also mentioned that I thought it was a little bit toxically masculine, the way that he was talking down to him. Mm. Like, hey, what did I say? Hey, get like get it through your skull. Duh. Like, to me... I, I didn't clock that. Which, like... Yeah. I, I, I clocked that. I'm, aw- I'm aware of that because I am... You lived it. it yeah, it happened a lot. And I, I don't like it when people talk to me like that. Yeah. And, uh, I don't like it when people talk to kids like that, either. Like, yeah. Yeah. I th- but I, I do get, like, what you were saying, Caitlin, like, from your perspective. Like, it was definitely him being like, hey, this is how, this is how you be a man. This is being mm-hmm. a man. Like, that, every word that he said... Was like that? that to me. Yeah. yeah like, also allowing, giving him the skills that he might need to later go to the court by himself mm-hmm. and get physical, uh, f- physical activity in a way that's going to be lifelong for him. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, like, like was the, that was the gift that was given to me by my coaches. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and my, and my peers at the time, I, I'm able to go to, any court in the world. And if they'll have me, I'm able to play. Yeah. Right. I, I, what do you think, Micah? Do you think if Mega and I walked to that court, like tomorrow and we're like, now we know the rules, (laughs) you know, like we're good. We could like, would, would there be some teams who are like, yeah, sure. You could play in. Definitely. That's awesome. I definitely, think that i i I did want to like say to your point 
in uh, in less affluent neighborhoods, it's often only men who are playing, mm-hmm. and in gyms, yeah, in um, more affluent neighborhoods, men and like women who played in college yeah. are most likely better than most of the guys that we saw playing today, mm-hmm. right? There's no reason that they should... The only reason that they wouldn't want to go and play there is because those guys aren't good enough and they might injure them because mm-hmm. of how bad they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, like, I, or, like, I think, like, another... I just kind of thought about this, like, back to being, like, little again and, like, being in gym class or whatever. Um, but the reason that... Like, the reason that I assume that they wouldn't want us to play with them is because... In my mind, they had already assumed that we were not good. Like, well, which in our case would have been a completely been correct true, assumption. <laughs> but like, because when I was well, like when I was younger, like those super competitive, the like, super competitive boys who would play basketball. If I would like try and play, or like I would put myself out there to try and play, it would always be like, oh, "All right, you take Megan." Like it's like she's a Aww. half player. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that is kind of how I, it was always like treated when we, when I was younger. So I just like assume that if we would have walked up to like one of those groups that that's how they would have viewed us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think that if you, if you come initially with confidence, no problem. You can play right in. Amazing. First few, um, first few possessions. If you prove your worth, yeah. I mean, it's the same, it's the same thing with men and women, right, right? Right, Unless you're in a culture where it's just not done. And of course that's a problem. Yeah. If you're, if you're a young woman listening to this and you want to go play pickup basketball, play, play pickup basketball. Pick basketball, bring some friends to the court yeah. and keep getting better at it yeah. keep, and, and keep, and keep working at it. Cause it's a really as you guys told me coming coming off it it's really it's a really great way to get athletic activity done and not think about what you're doing mm-hmm. similar to dance similar to um just dance and sports, I think. <laughs> yeah, dance and sports. Yeah. I mean, because I, I, like, I even said that. I was like, oh, my God. I, like, at the end, I realized, I was like, oh, shit, I'm so tired. But, like, I had just been so focused on little Steph Curry and, like, trying to not let him I get the know. ball. That, like, you're so focused on something else that you're not realizing how much you're running. And then you're, and then you're like, oh, wait, my body is tired. And I have been working out. <laughs> I know. I was saying afterwards. Because uh, before this, the last time I played basketball, I think, was in middle school. I didn't like it. I got very aggressive. I would push other kids down. <laughs> And throw elbows. Now, as an adult, I don't think I have that competitive urge, but I was like, I would do this. I would play like a rec basketball league, like with friends. Hell yes, that'd be really fun. Yeah, like, I, yeah. yeah, it was really, it was fun. Basketball but is fun. Basketball is yeah. fun. But yeah, listeners, if you're like, I'm considering it, I would, I would say go for it. And, uh, and yeah, it might be a little intimidating at first, but like no more so I think than many other like fitness things. Right. Like it doesn't have to be as loaded as like, I think I was making it, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, Especially if the courts are somewhat empty and you're just shooting around. Sometimes uh, someone will just be like, do you want to play one-on-one and you can just yeah. play one-on-one or two-on-two. And that oh, that's so what fun. I shoot for is like what we did. Three-on-three was like yeah. perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like we have time for a game that's not a game because we talked a shit time <laughs> i know and i was trying to think of i don't even have a fuck mary kill yeah i guess i guess quickly you could do like um fuck mary kill the those three groups that we didn't play with so fuck mary kill uh like the group of hispanic well this could be like maybe this is a very loaded <laughs> Very loaded fuck Mary Kill. No, yeah, I, but like, I got it. Okay, okay, so <laughs> all, right. all right. I mean, you know I'm gonna kill those Upper East Side I bros. Know. <laughs> okay, okay. So maybe okay, maybe a little bit more general. Fuck Mary Kill, like in general, like the guys who came with like with people that they knew they were gonna play with. Uh and then fuck Mary Kill, the guys who just like all showed up and just started playing together. Those are the guys you wanna fuck because they can't uh hold down a relationship Ooh, and, you got it. and like the the group of uh latino guys they were all they had all come together and it seemed like like they were they were they really enjoyed each other's company for a long time mm-hmm. and that's the kind of person you want to marry uh, oh, so you marry them and you kill the upper east side bros uh, yeah because 
They're they're fine. Yeah, they're a dime a dozen. It's fine. They're fine. Well, oh, Micah. there's a lot of things I need to edit out. <laughs> Do you edit stuff out? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> um. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, yeah, it's been such a pleasure having you on. Yeah. Micah. Where can people find you if they want to see your shit? You said micasherman.com. Yeah. That's M I C A H Sherman. And I want to thank you guys for doing this activity with me because it's really something that um, I feel like I don't really get to share with many Aww. with many people that you know Are, we're, we're interested. Right. You know, for me, it's just something that I do selfishly for myself, right. and it's really it's really nice to be able to share this with you and like talk to you about where I come from and. It was a really big thing in my life and remains yeah. remains yeah. a scar. Yeah, yeah, that's just so funny because, like, when I, yeah, when clearly because, like, we're friends through comedy. So, like, when I think about you, I would never have thought this. It's so crazy. Yeah, and that's that was, like, the other thing sort of ending on this. Yeah, do people in the comedy and acting world, like, do they know that this is part, this is a huge part of who you are and where you came from? Only a few. So, there you go. there's now a couple... More. So if you're writing that movie about basketball and you need a fucking star, you got him. <laughs> he, you're going to be the next remember the type. I will say I'm about 40 pounds overweight. So it might not be the best to get a middle-aged guy you could, you could play like, with man boobs. You could play like the coach. You could play like the... I could like, play the coach. You could play a Micah, coach. this is going to be like, this is the most important thing in your life. Like, I can see you playing this. Yeah, and he's playing the coach and there's a kid who's playing Micah. <laughs> <laughs> Micah, let me tell you. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, this has been an absolute pleasure. So much fun. Thank you, Micah. And until next time, don't forget to keep Working it out. Work It Out is produced by Caitlin Seitzer and Megan Meadows. Podcast art by Cassie Roof and music from Creative Commons. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review. Our podcast is supported by listeners like you. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Work It Out Podcast. And thanks so much for listening. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.